0: hi and welcome to the mouse and More podcast i'm chris and tonight i'm joined by adam tony bridget and liza hi guys hi, hey. hi. let me ask you guys a question i always say and tonight because we do record it at night because we have other stuff to do during the day but maybe that's confusing or disconcerting for people who are listening to this on their ride to work Eh, they might not read that much into it. Or maybe they don't care. Maybe they're like, whatever, Chris, I really don't listen. I just sort of <laughs> like it's background noise, kind of like the news.
1: Oh, yeah. They keep uh, us on a loop.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, that'd be cool, actually. That'd be really disturbing.
1: Actually, yeah, that would help our downloads. Just loop us. <laughs> Is that how that
0: works? <laughs> I, don't loop I don't know. Loop us. It's Tell something. your
2: friends. Tell your friends.
0: I think that'd be great, actually. So speaking of underappreciated, is this podcast underappreciated? Maybe. Probably. But maybe not. But you know what is underappreciated? Some of the stuff we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about underappreciated things at Walt Disney World. And you can even do DCL, Tony, Disneyland. Heck, Adventures by Disney. I want an underappreciated Disney thing to talk about. So I'm going to go with Liza first because, well, you know.
1: Okay. So my underappreciated thing in Disney world is definitely the country bear jamboree.
0: Ooh. And
1: it's because Every time we would go with my family or I would go with somebody else, we would walk right past it. It's never a, I've got to go run into country bears. But the last time I went, tears laughed so hard. I was crying because my sister had never seen it. And she was laughing so hard at these bears' faces. It's hilarious. So I love it. It's underappreciated. They better never take it away. If you can't bite, don't growl.
0: Exactly. I I think that a lot. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You know, like when people are driving by in their car and they give you that dirty look and I'm like, hey, if you can't bite, don't growl. That's the thing, you know,
1: that's right. you're getting all
0: mad. But let's be honest, if we were standing next to each other, you wouldn't be giving me that one finger wave.
1: I mean, tears <laughs> will be the chaser for, oh, your for wine. Your
0: wine. Oh, my God, that is the best. Do you know what the best, though, is what? when the one bear goes? As soon as I get a ladder, I'm coming on up. Oh, yeah, you'll like be her. right up.
1: <laughs> I know. Is that te- Teddy Barra, or is that teddy Is that her? That's
0: that's Teddy Barra. Yeah. Oh. Lovely, lovely.
2: From Tampa, okay. right?
0: She is. She's out of Tampa. No, that's the the big girl in the corner. Oh. Tears be the chaser.
2: Oh.
1: Well, there's that's some her. that look like I'll have what he's having. But you know, blood on the saddle, big hit, big oh my hit. Gosh.
0: Okay, the thing you need to know about Liza is that she says that her dad is basically Big Al, and he and it's Big Al is her dad, it's but true. her dad's not a bear.
1: He's not a bear, but I don't know. He might. I might be related to Big Al.
2: Can I go on a tangent for two seconds? <laughs>
1: two seconds. About, go
2: about the country bears. So Duffy, you guys all know Duffy, the Disney bear that's popular in Tokyo. Yeah. So I was talking to somebody on Twitter. They should do a Duffy bar, okay, where they serve Duff beer, which is from uh, The Simpsons, which is now Disney Cannon. And the house band is the Country Bears. How about that? Mm. That is awesome. Mm. All right. I'm done.
1: With a bear like, you know, names like Gomer and, you know, Liver Lips McGraw, I mean— It's just an underappreciated thing. That's all I'm saying.
0: It is. It's totally underappreciated. Bridget, what's your unappreciated? Underappreciated. Unappreciated would be you, right? Because you have to do a lot of work. You're constantly working during the day, working during the night, cooking, cleaning. Okay. But at Disney World, what is your underappreciated thing?
3: Any cast member that has to work outside.
0: Oh, God, yes. Like Like any
3: vendor, any security Anyone that has to work out in the heat in August and the humidity, I like. I I just I had uh, friends that would work at the popcorn carts and the turkey leg carts when I worked down there, and I never knew how they did it. But it was it's unbelievably hot,
2: mm-hmm. and
3: um, I just always make sure that I like smile and say thank you because God knows I don't want to be standing out there, especially if you're working at one of those carts with like the the turkey legs and they have to be heated, and you're standing. Next to a heated cart in the in the hot oh, sun. Oh, that sounds so bad. It's horrible. So I think I think those those cast members definitely need a shout out. Even the ones with outdoor attractions too, because they're just in those costumes and they're sweating. Yeah,
1: yeah. I always so, wonder about what what are the characters doing? I mean, how are they not passing out? They must have some cooling vest.
0: I wonder. Didn't they try to have like cooling, like some sort of technology where it would be the suit would be cooler? But they they decided that wasn't going to work. So that's just basically they've, short shifts.
3: They've got to do something. Yeah. it's crazy. And that's, you have to think about it. They're standing out there for, you know, a good, you know, 45 minutes to an hour before they get their break to go in and cool off. It's just don't be grumpy. Just smile and say thank you.
0: Yeah.
4: But what if you are grumpy? Don't be grumpy.
3: Uh... Don't, like the actual grumpy? Well, then that, you get a pass. <laughs> like the one and only? Exactly. Yeah. Then you get a pass.
0: Speaking of grumpy, what about you, Tony?
4: Uh, as far as underappreciated staff goes, uh, I'm going to go over to the Disney Cruise Line, and say the uh, uh, the room cabin stewards. Those guys and ladies work their rear ends off. You know, probably 12 hours a day to keep your stateroom and and those staterooms in their area uh, clean, attended uh restocked. You know, beds folded. You know, bed service done. Chocolates on the pillows. Towel animals done. I, I don't. I don't know how they have time for anything else. I just think that a lot of people, you know, they leave their cabins and then they come back and everything's done. And I don't think that a lot of people realize what the stewards uh, actually do. I think or that's I gu- true. Or I guess technically they're stateroom hosts and hostesses, um, but they do a ton of work.
0: Well, and also, I think a lot of people don't know that, at least for the cabin stewards, that's their only salary is is the tips that they receive. Really? Right. Yes. Hmm. So, you know, some people, you know, when when you check in on DCL, if you haven't prepaid for your gratuities beforehand, you'll check in and they'll go ahead and... You know, charge them to the room and then if you're the kind of person who doesn't like to tip for some reason you can go down to the front desk and be that guy oh my who asks to have the tips taken off and people do it I've talked to people you know cabin <sighs> stewards like when we were on a cruise and they've said oh yeah you know I've had people in verandas you know just take the tip off and you know, that's what they work for. You know, obviously their food and their they're basically room and board is free because they're on the ship. But everything else is dependent yeah. on tips. To so me, it's a that, little... is,
4: that is unconscionable.
0: Oh, I agree. I agree. Because they can do pretty well if they get a decent tip. And most people, and I'm sure you do this, you know, at the, on the last night of your cruise, you're going to get a little – Um, Because you prepaid, you'll get a little envelope with a little card and you have one for your cabin steward and then your two servers and then in your rotational dining. And then you have the head waiter, right? Head waiter. yep. Yeah. You would know that because you're like the cruise guy. And then you go ahead and you can add that little card that says how much it is or you can even add more and most people add more. Because they work so hard. And you've got these guys in the dining room cutting your kid's steak and, you know, oh, my kid only likes Mickey bars. The next thing you know, every night, that's their dessert. My kid Aww. hates Mickey bars with sprinkles. That's your dessert. Sweet. You know, whatever. So I need to tell these people, like, I want to. I like Mickey bars when I go on this cruise. Yes, when you go on the cruise, we're planning a cruise in May. When you go on that cruise, you should say, I only want Mickey bars for dessert. Why don't they actually make sure you have it? I would like an additional Mickey bar with my dessert. Yeah, they'll bring it to you. And that's Ah! the thing. I remember cruising with my old boss's family and they liked uh, what are the things called the fried cheese. Mozzarella sticks. Yeah, nice. Ooh, I love told mozzarella them, sticks. Yeah, we told them like one night on the cruise, and then every night after that, they had a moza- They had mozzarella sticks out for the whole table. There were like eight of us, and every single no, it's nine. Every single night, they would you know have these for us. So they <gasps> they work really hard, and they work for tips. So hey, hey, Adam. Yes, Tony. J-
4: let me translate for you. By mozzarella sticks, oh. she means fried mutz. Oh, that yeah. sounds
0: terrible? Fried mutz sounds like a dog.
4: <laughs> All right, He's but to get back what's... to get back to the cruise. And we have, yes. we call it gravy, even, not, not marinara sauce. Whatever. But, oh even, my gosh. even the waiters. You know, I, I will second what Chris <laughs> said. Um we had one uh, cruise where our youngest daughter, she felt sick. It was our first night at Aww. sea. She went to uh, lay down, I left dinner, I we'd already placed our orders. All of a sudden there was a knock on my door. It was my food. And it was not like a runner that brought it, but it was our waiter wow. who took the time to come down from a fully staffed, you know, dining room that he was working at, but found the time to run my, to run my food down like three decks to my stateroom and then went back up and and continued to serve his other guests. so you know Disney whether they're a stateroom host or a dining server or assistant server, you know those people work their rear ends off and you know as a, as a cruise guest you're paying 1350 a day in gratuities um, you know and that's the that's I don't want to say that's the bare minimum because the bare minimum is obviously nothing uh, right. but Disney Disney will charge you 1350 per day per person in your stateroom and personally I don't think that's enough.
0: I don't either. I think as travel agents, the one thing we really should do is to inform our clients when they cruise hey, you're going to take, you know, you're, you are going to pay these gratuities, of course, but maybe take a little extra because these are people who are working really long hours, and while you're laying by the pool, that guy's still working because they're not just working at dinner or they're not just, you know, they're in your stateroom while you're gone. They turn down the bed. They make sure, like, our, our kids' little stuffed animals were always, like, out on display. I mean, they work really hard.
4: So I mean, And you get up, to know them. They're up at 6 in the morning. They're up at yeah. 6 in the morning, and, you know, they finish the last turndown service while the second dining is out, so they're working until 9.30, 10 o'clock at night.
0: Yeah. And I think that also, I mean, in a, a, a good indicator of how great these people are at their jobs. I have, a, I have clients who will go on the, you know, the, they're on the same ship. They know their people. They will say, I want to be in this person's, you know, section for my dining rotation. I would like to have this cabin steward if possible. You know, people actually request these people. So that's, um, they, they, you know, someone's doing a good job in that case. So all right. Okay, Adam, why don't you tell us what you think?
2: All right. So I I struggled with this cause, because there's so many things I could have gone with. Mm-hmm. So just roll with me here for a minute. I think it is very underappreciated that there are so many trash cans. Yes. There's no gum being served or sold, I guess not served. There is hardly any smoking anywhere in public areas. Mm-hmm. And... All in all, the fact that these parks are so clean, you could, in theory, eat off a trash can, which a lot of people do.
0: I just did that a couple weeks ago with Liza.
1: Oh, yeah. People everywhere eating off a trash can at a festival.
2: So, you know, we go enough where we don't even realize how clean it is, if that makes sense. But you go to another place. You go to a, a movie theater. You go to a sporting event. You go to your own house where the people don't pick up things and they leave things at the bottom of the stairs when they can bring them up the stairs.
0: Were you just in my house? <laughs> uh, Cuz that happened in my house today. I'm like, "Why is this stuff at the bottom of the
2: stairs?" So, I that to me is the most under and that's like that comes from Walt himself when he said something to the effect of, you know, keep it clean so that you know, the people will come back or something like that. There's a quote that he said about keeping it clean. Like, he was specific with that. And he was the one that measured how long people hold on to trash in their hands before they're willing to just dump it out, which is still mind-boggling to me that people just throw garbage on the floor. But, like, it's that whole 30-step thing where people will walk 30 steps and want to dump their Mm -hmm. um, garbage. So I... I, the fact that, like, they don't have gum. Like, you don't see the, you don't see bits of gum on the on the ground, and and you don't. I mean, listen, what you do with your own body is your own thing. But okay. I don't, I don't appreciate cigarettes. <laughs> I don't appreciate cigarette smoke. It bothers my, it bothers my, you know, my breathing and my, my lung capacity. And and I, I appreciate the fact that I don't have to deal with that. So that uh, that is. Very underappreciated, I think, the fact that these parks are so clean and they constantly, they're constantly they constantly maintaining it to keep it as clean as it can be. And it's cleaner than anything else you will experience in life, maybe oh. a, other than a hospital. Yeah,
0: so, I think so it's cleaner a than a hospital because people Sometimes. have cooties everywhere in a hospital.
2: It's true. Yeah. So, yeah.
4: And some of
1: the trash no. cans even have flowers on top of them. Like at the beach club, you walk around and there's pretty <laughs> flowers on top. That's how all trash cans should be.
0: That's what I think. Um, I have to tell you, I, I actually talked to a client and she listens to the show. Hello, Megan. And um, we were talking about cleanliness and rooms and stuff. And, and she's more of a, they own DVC, so they stay in a, you know the deluxe category n- normally. And she's just going down for a quick trip. And we put her in pop and she was like, well, you know, what are these rooms like? And I'm like, you know what? Every room at Disney is clean. And while you may get unlucky and have a bad experience and I, you know, I have booked hundreds of people and I know you guys do too, excluding Adam. He's not an agent, but you guys know that things sometimes happen, but generally speaking, the rooms are ridiculously clean. And I, I'm like a clean freak. Like I walk into someone's house. I don't want to be this way. I think it's cause I was raised in a military family. I'll look at the corners and be like, Oh, you, look, you could dust there. You know? So I, and I dust my own all the time. I mean, it's weird. But anyway, Disney's really clean. And I don't care if you're staying at a value resort or you're staying at a deluxe. It's the same level of cleanliness generally. So I never had a problem. I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to say that mine is kind of related to that too, actually. Maybe I should – I probably should do something different and not go on the cleanliness thing. But I just want to say that if you are a person who cleans – up if you're if you're on the custodial staff at one of the values during a cheer or a dance competition oh. when those groups come through you're a rock star. Yes. You really are. Because there's something about those groups, there's trash just like these kids were not and it's not they don't have enough chaperones i guess i have no idea i mean they were well behaved they were not obnoxious they were not up late as i had heard other people say but wise and i were there back in april and there was just trash everywhere and these cast members were hustling to get everything picked up you know because a group a table would a group would leave a table they didn't you know bust their tables themselves because they were little kids um and they were just cleaning like crazy and i thought wow you know This is so underrated and they're not, it's not like there's like hazardous duty pay for when these groups come through, they're working as hard as they can on their everyday shift. So I just thought that was impressive, but I am going to also do one in honor of Rachel. Who's not here tonight. Rachel loves the plaza in the magic kingdom. And if you haven't been to the plaza, the prices are great. It's sort of like it's casual. You know, you might get like meatloaf and mashed potatoes or a big salad or a hamburger or their famous fried green tomato sandwich. But the price isn't that much more than quick service. And I think the servers are wonderful there. The food is good. And it's kind of like instead of waiting in line for a burger, I can sit down and get it. So I love going to the plaza. I'm actually going to go there on my next trip. That's my one of my favorite places to go. So, and you can't beat the banana split. Really? Did I share that with you? No. I don't think I did.
2: <laughs> no, I didn't. Sure
0: no. Yeah. I think I shared it with Mandy. The last, didn't we go there? there was, I like, didn't all go of-
1: with you. It's oh, long, that's
0: why. It's been a long okay. time,
1: but I'm not a fan of a banana split.
0: So. Oh, they're so good. That's the only place I like them because other places want to make them kind of fancy and modern, but the plaza does them old fashioned. Like just simple kind of ice cream and toppings and whipped cream and bananas. Sometimes simple's best. That's what you need to look for in a man. Keep that in <laughs> mind.
2: <laughs> uh, I will keep that in mind.
0: Okay. All right. Any final thoughts? Anyone want to add something extra?
2: Uh, I will say that the we've been talking about buses, skyliners, monorails often. I will say that the um, oh. Come on, old man. I had it in my mind. (laughs) Okay, the scheduling of the buses and the frequency of everything that goes on is really good. It's better than a city. It's better than New York City. It's easier to work with. Plus, everything's clean. Plus, the drivers are friendly and they're playing the fun music. So, (laughs) yes, sometimes it stinks to get on a bus at the end of the night when everybody's jammed in there sweaty. However... It's much better than any other bus system that you're going to have to go on in this country. So hats off to those bus drivers, the monorail pilots, although I don't think they pilot them anymore. I think it's all computer animated. Mm. And then eventually our Skyliner, which I can't wait to ride. I know some people are getting a little upset about it. Can I just okay. tell
0: you that our dear friend Mandy rode today and she actually called me from it, which was like <laughs> sweet and adorable. Um, cause I was like really busy, but then she, you know, like cause it's the middle of the day she called and I'm like, well, of course I have to listen to this. So she just basically narrated the whole thing. And she said it was actually much cooler than you would think. And a lot roomier than you think. So she wasn't allowed to take any pictures and She's a rule follower. She didn't even sneak me any, but um she said it was great. She said it's so high up in the air, like under uh, like, yeah, she said when you're near boardwalk, it's very high, and she said, when one of the gondolas stop. She said that was when it was really intimidating because you look down. Like when you're moving, you're not really paying as much attention. But when you stop because maybe they have to, you know, load maybe a wheelchair or something, whatever, um, she said that was really intimidating. And she said she doesn't recommend it for anyone who's afraid of heights.
3: Ugh, um, I'll, I'm done.
0: Yeah. I and mean, she the also-
1: swinging is what's like making me sweat. Done.
0: Yeah. Yeah, oh she did say Aww. it it does swing a little. She said it was fun. She said that it was very quick. She said it's big incline when you go out of the stations. So that's a little intimidating, a little fast when you're going out um and of course a lot of the backstage stuff is visible. So for people who are not really wanting to see that, that's another downside, but she said overall it was great.
1: I guarantee you. There's going to be a lot more people than I bet that they thought is going to be not want to do this.
0: I, you know what? And I didn't really think about it. it's funny because like you'll ride any ride there is, but then the uh, the height thing is getting you, which surprises me because you're it, kind of it's like something dangling in the
1: air, yeah. holding on by like a pinky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it looks like to they me. Use
2: these things in ski resorts on mountains. You that think are I'm going up that? I don't
1: think I'm doing that.
2: But they use this stuff in much harsher climates and in much harsher areas. And I've than seen the video of the collision. There's <sighs> the, that collision was a somebody. Uh, There's cut been one multiple, the lines. many. No, yeah, was,
1: somebody cut it. So that was, that's oh, that's fun. We don't know what could happen. You can't say not gonna. Well,
2: well okay. So a monorail could could go through its signal and it could crash into the other monorail. I mean, yeah, a I bus don't could, like that a either. Bus could, a bus could you know have an accident. It's happened um you could get it you know your plane i'm not going to say that but the point of what i'm trying to say is they've got this figured out okay you might be swinging there because of delay but you're not going to fall off of of the wire it's just it's not gonna happen now listen if you're if you're afraid of heights Liza, it's okay to admit you're afraid of heights oh i am
1: afraid of heights i don't like i'm okay with heights in a roller coaster because you're strapped down well it, it just
3: keeps moving
1: too. Uh, or even when it's oh, going up like yeah. i mean because i was in that little one in sea world that has just a barely little thing on your lap and i was fine with it but it's something about not being able to hold on like i don't know and then you're sitting in this thing and it's swinging around i don't like that ferris wheel either at the, i don't
3: like just sitting up and like i i can't stand that like i need to be moving i need to know that i'm coming down soon because if i'm just hanging i like I, I literally have a panic attack
1: Yeah, you can't hold on if it falls like right. where are you what are you gonna hold on to i mean you don't it's over right I yeah
3: i don't know i just overpass. i have like a weird yeah i have a really weird thing with heights like either if i i, I gotta keep moving if i'm not moving like and going down I, i'm i start to like have a panic attack oh yeah i
1: mean i'm gonna do it but i'm gonna tell you i cannot guarantee what my reaction will be <laughs>
3: Maybe you should take a sedative before. I'm not even
1: joking. I should probably do a shot of some alcohol. (laughs) And I don't drink, but it
3: would be definitely. Just take it from um, the International Gateway. (laughs) Do your loop around and you'll be fine. I am I mean, if you can
1: see down to the bottom of the height uh, that you'll plunge to, I don't know.
0: You can. That She did say that. And there, you can see through some slats when you look <gasps> down. She said that was intimidating. So we're going to get you on there. I think you'll be fine. I, I can see where it would be scary. There's
1: going to be a lot of more people than maybe they thought is not going to want to do that.
0: Well, and I think that is kind of, you know, that's easy to happen. Like if you're someone who's not afraid of heights, you probably wouldn't think twice, but it's kind of like my Disney experience. I remember when Magic Bands and my Disney experience came out, all I could think of was that a bunch of, you know, middle aged guys sat in a boardroom and a twenty five year old walked in and said, I've got an idea. And they embraced it and they didn't realize that the like I I talked to a lady today for over an hour and a half about my Disney experience mm-hmm. and how to use it. That just and she wasn't an older lady. She just wasn't into techie stuff. And you know, sometimes people have a harder time understanding that not everyone's going to embrace their idea. But I don't know. I'm all for it. I'm excited. I think one of my kids is like, maybe not, but the rest of us are fine with it. So um, that will be fine, probably, most yeah, likely. Yeah, it might
1: be. Yeah, <laughs> we'll
0: see. I don't know. She liked it. She was very impressed. She said, you know, the one thing we couldn't figure out was, you know, the size. It looks so small from the ground, but she said it's perfectly roomy, could hold 10. Um, she said maybe the wheelchair ECV situation might be a little tight. But the other thing she said was that, you know, it wasn't hot and, you know, it was in the or low 90s today. So, you know, hopefully. Tony, are you going to be on the gondolas?
4: I hope to at some point.
0: Okay. All right. Well, hopefully your kids go down for their cheer competition and then you can check that out and rise of the resistance for us. Hopefully. So, okay, any final thoughts on pretty much anything we've digressed from the topic of the show. So, what the heck, right?
2: I have one thing I want to say that's underappreciated. Go ahead. All of you people.
0: That's oh, true. Oh, that's so nice. You know <laughs> what? did I not put something out on the private Facebook group a couple days ago about you and Liza? Oh, that's Thank true. You, you
1: actually did. You did. Thank you, Chris Thank Wood. You. Well,
0: because I was like, dang, I don't we wouldn't have a show without you guys. I mean, I'd have to go hang out in like Starbucks or something and find unemployed, I don't know, techie <laughs> guys or something I who like Disney. Could,
1: oh, oh, um, and another yeah. thing that's underappreciated is Streetmosphere characters and like the Dapper Dans and stuff like uh, that. Because they're going but, away. They're but, giving man. them the I think they think that they're not good or they're not appreciated enough. Wait, the Dapper Dans are going away? No, not them, but
0: other streetmasphere. I feel like there's less and less and less. I think you guys say that, but they seem to add other Streetmosphere because like, and I'll just say that like, I know like someone who's an actor at Disney who does Streetmosphere, his parts will get cut and they move him onto something else. I mean, it seems like there's always some new role for him to take. Actually, he may or may not have been one of the people in the Haunted Mansion, just FYI. But yeah, I think, I don't know. I'm not so sure that they're totally doing away with it. I'm going to take the positive side on this. Okay. Anything else?
3: You know what's underappreciated? What? Africa. Okay. In the the
0: the Karambe village. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, the song by Toto?
0: (laughs)
3: That, sure. I hate that song. Yeah. Like, I just always, like, I feel like I don't get to spend a lot of time there, and I want to, because they have have all those performers there, although I think, aren't they going away, too, or are
2: they? They're going away.
3: Yeah, like, like, I think that's so, I love that. I think that's so, I like I love that area and I wish I could just like kind of walk around and like just hang out there. They have like yeah. a little bar there and have a couple beers and like I could watch the um the three sisters or the I forget the other performer Bur- Bur- that
2: I like. What is it? Well the band that's leaving unfortunately is a Burunki Burunka. I can't pronounce Burun-ki, Burun-ka. it. You should Burun-ka. have
0: just have it, you should have faked the pronunciation because no one else knows how to pronounce it either and then people would have been Bur- like my Bur- gosh Adam cultured.
4: <laughs> the Burdinki do. <Dude. laughs> Yeah,
3: do. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, how about this? I don't know, but they're like it's just so fun there. It's j and, and you know, it's an underappreciated park
2: anyway. So. Yeah. This might this might sound creepy, but Bridget understands what I'm going at here. So next trip, I'll take the kids, you and Mark, or you can dump Mark, I don't care. You guys sit there and enjoy <sighs> okay. the Haramic Village of the Africa. And I'll take the kids and I'll you know I'm, you know, take we'll them shopping. <laughs> yeah, I'll take them shopping. That's fine.
0: Uh, I'm just gonna say and I, I might've mentioned this. You should take Adam up on this and I'll tell you why. Like I, I mentioned Adam's name. It was a couple weeks ago. I don't know. And my youngest son was in the room and he goes, Mr. Adam. And I said, yeah. And he goes, Oh, he's fun. Cause he was like, and I, I messaged Adam about this and he was like, Oh, I like hanging out with Mr. Adam. Cause we went to Disneyland and we were all out there together. And, and Adam took you or Adam took Thomas on a bunch of rides. And, uh, yeah no you're really good at that we should rent you out to parents oh my gosh you need to move to Florida keep your regular job but as a side job we could rent you out to parents Fairy oh, Godfather. Rent him out.
3: yes Adam would be great
0: he really would
3: mm-hmm. so. I don't think you want to do that <laughs> yeah (laughs) that could go that could go south really fast
0: for sale hugs (laughs) free hugs y'all adam
3: would be like
1: okay uh can i please have my life back thank you
0: yes yes
2: hey as long as their money's green i don't care
0: yeah (laughs) uncle adam uncle adam's the best he'll be like the
3: disciplinarian too
0: is he really? Is he disciplined? He wasn't dis, He didn't discipline Thomas. I, hey, Thomas he didn't, is really quiet he didn't and disciplining that kid. Yeah, maybe you were yelling at no, him I, on I, the rods. No,
2: Thomas is, was excellent. Yeah, I, I had no problem with Thomas and yeah. and Nick. I was with Nick, um, Bridget and Mark's son, because they went and rode something, and he didn't want to go. So I so I said, look, I'll take Dick, and we went and got dull whips, and he was fine. Yeah. He listened to me, what I needed him to do. He didn't run away, not that he would run away, but <laughs> I know I sent him on a wow. I sent him on a different <laughs> I sent him on a different trail. I was like, all right, Nick, we're gonna go check this out because I don't think you've ever seen this before, and so that's what we did. So.
3: Uh, he's like walking around with a little old man. Yeah,
2: he was oh, fine. I mean,
0: you your kids—what? Birds of a feather. You uh, can a
2: I've Ta- met most. You I've happy. met most of your kids. They're all great. The only ones I haven't really met are Tony's daughters. And if they're anything like him, they're a bunch of weirdos. So who cares? Uh, yeah.
4: Have wait, you, wait, met you met Eric? Them at the Halloween
2: party? Oh, that's right. Well, they were. Yeah. They didn't they say much super... to me. Though.
0: Well, they're teenage girls.
2: I guess.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to get a little If they don't like you, they will cut you.
0: (laughs) There's nothing there is really nothing more frightening than like a teenage girl. Like between the ages of like 14 and 17, like they're they're scary.
4: You know what's scarier than a teenage girl? What? A pack of teenage girls.
0: Oh, I can imagine. I I go
4: to high school football games and I steer clear of them.
0: I'm sure you do.
4: Tony's scared.
0: Yeah, I just, like, my daughter is really sweet, but she's 12. And, like, every now and then I'll get, like, that look. She'll she'll have that look on her face. So I'm like, what? Not yet, please. All right. Well, underappreciated stuff. We figured out one of them is Adam. So. <laughs> oh, thank All you. All right. Bro. Okay. And Tony's shirtless snow shoveling photos, which we're looking forward to starting around what? November. Those are underappreciated. So there you go. Oh
4: yeah. That day is coming.
1: I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> it's, oh yeah. For Tony, it's pretty, pretty soon too. Over I know y'all there. got a lot of snow up there.
0: <laughs> if you had to rely on, you know, living down here for that kind of thing, you might wait years for enough show to, snow to shovel. So... Okay. All right. I want to thank everyone for staying up late and podcasting. I want to thank all the listeners. If you want to follow us a little bit more, we're on the Bounce More podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, and we also have a private group that you can join. We'll let anybody in, just so you know. We're not picky. And of course, this show is sponsored by Main Street & More Travel. If you're planning a trip to anywhere, even Timbuktu, give us a call. It's 919-889-5281. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good Good night. Good It's we can book it. I yeah. It's uh, I think I found the vendor.
1: <laughs> I like how uh, you like uh, like make us a cheap date. we'll, we'll take anybody. <laughs> we don't even care who you are.